Hello everyone and welcome to What Gets You Cooking, the podcast where we dive into how to connect with yourself and others in all the seasons of our life. I'm Virginie, your host, and every month I'll deliver new insight on how to simplify your life and enjoy it more. I want this podcast to help you find what gets you cooking, what inspires you, and I want to help you discover how to live your life with more intent. Hello everyone, this is the month of May and today I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for summer? I would like to talk to you about how to be mindful in this change of season and to reflect on why it matters to be mindful of those changes, especially as a family and a parent. How can we think about this change of season to make it as smooth as possible? I'm on the same journey as you. I'm just here to give you some pointers that have helped me. So when you think about the change of season ahead and how you can make a plan, I want to say that planning is really helping you to be back in the driver's seat taking back the power of decision, and I find it's key to make progress towards any goal that you're working on. For me, at the moment, I still haven't booked our flight tickets to travel, but I'm still planning to leave on June 15th. So when I do my self-coaching on this, I have a lot of judgment coming up at first. But as I work through it and I explore my thoughts and how they make me feel, I want to give myself back the power of decision. And I want to remind myself that I can trust that I will figure it out. And I want to invite you to do the same. To find that feeling of trust, there are a few things that I noticed work well in our family of four. And that is to make a plan. So to make a plan... You have to decide how you're going to adapt to that new rhythm. Is it that you're going to have a new routine? Is it that your kids are going to have a new routine? Think about what it looks like. Are there going to be maybe changes in the time you wake up at or your kids wake up at since there is no school? Are we all going to stay home? Are we going to travel somewhere? Are the kids going to go to camp? And decide on, I would say, three main factors. First, how much time do you want or can you afford to spend with your family? Second, how much money do you want or can you afford to spend for your family during the summer? Do you have any obligations? And the third important factor is, do you need or do you want help? And then when, once you've identified those three factors of time, money, and help, you can try to think really specifically about what kind of help you might need, when you might need it, how that can look like, and you start moving into action. 
because what we want to avoid is the overwhelm. When we're feeling overwhelmed, very often we're thinking, I can't do it, or we're thinking, I don't know how to do it. And that tends to lead us to procrastinate. And when we procrastinate, we ruminate on our thoughts, we keep um, kind of in a loop, and we usually tend to make no progress. Whereas when we can trust that we know what we're doing and we know what's best for ourselves and our family, then we gain some clarity. And when we have that clarity, we are able to trust ourselves more. So another thing that I like to do once you've identified those main factors of time, money and help, you can have maybe a family meeting because you have clarity on what you can and cannot do, can and cannot afford. And then you can involve your partner, you can involve your kids and get some additional input. Because if, let's say, you're traveling somewhere, you can have everybody pitch in so that they have something to look forward to. Maybe the kids are looking forward to resting more, having no homework. And at the same time, you may want for them to keep on Um, reading every day or do some homework during the break to work on a special skill. So it's important to have goals for everybody and to be open and curious about what everybody wants and needs at the same time. So involving everybody in that decision making, it's going to enable them to have a choice that you stay in control of as a parent, but you can still give them some choice. Maybe if you want them to read Every day, they can choose at what time they do it. And that way, they feel that they have some power in that decision. Now, after looking at your calendar and making those choices, what I'm thinking is if you're visiting friends or family or if you're planning a trip somewhere with someone else outside of your family, You want also to plan for what obstacles might be there and how to be, let's say, more strategic about it. So if you've thought in advance of what might be something that not everybody can agree on, you can already come with some suggestions. Like something that's pretty common is when we go with someone or we go at someone's place and we stay there. What are we going to do for all the meals? And so you can have some idea and come with some suggestions as to who might be in charge of doing the groceries, help with meal planning, and, um, and everybody can decide to take a part in the process. Now, I would like to give you an extra tool that I've used usually for goal planning, but I think is a good one to plan for vacation or change in our routine and in our regular schedules. It's called the top five outcomes. So it is a tool that uh, you can use to gain some alignment in your life and in any season of your life. What it is, is that you think about what you would like to have on your tombstone, basically. What are the most important things for you that you want to accomplish in your life? And for that, there are pretty common ways to think about it. You might have heard as the wheel of life, and it's kind of defining life in different areas. 
One might be your family or your social life and all relationships, your community. Another area of life might be your spirituality. Another one could be work and finances. Another one uh, is about maybe your health, like your body health, what you're going to eat and how you're going to exercise. Um, another area that uh, I like to pay attention to is rest and sleep. And finally, another two other ones are kind of important. Learning or your intellectual stimulation, kind of your brain health if you want. And the other category that I can think of is your creativity and play or personal interest or areas of fun. And those are all the areas that you want to think of when determining those five outcomes. Um, another way to think about those, if that seems a little bit like too much, too many areas to think of for you, is what I like to do is to think of the different roles, the different hats that you wear. So for example, I can think of myself as a daughter I can think of myself as a friend. I can also identify myself as a wife and as a mother and then as a life coach. So thinking of those different areas and what I want to accomplish in each of them will really help me to find some good outcomes and what uh, is most, most important in each category. Then I wanted to offer you another way to think about it as well and that's coming from uh, the book the ikigai which is kind of um, your reason for being finding your purpose and um, the areas that you are most talented at and in this book it's a book called ikigai they have 10 rules and it's kind of going over the same categories in a sense, but I'm just going to read the 10 rules to you to give you some extra inspiration here. So the first is stay active, don't retire. The second rule is to take it slow. The third rule is to not fill your stomach. The fourth rule is to surround yourself with good friends. The fifth rule is to get in shape. The sixth rule, might be my favorite, is to smile. The seventh rule is to reconnect with nature. The eighth rule is to give thanks. The ninth rule is to live in the moment. And the tenth rule is to find your ikigai, so your reason for being. And that just, you know, may um, help you to think about these area of life and your five outcomes. Then once you have this five outcomes, you might think, okay, so first outcome is to feel great and strong in my body. My second outcome could be to be an amazing mom by being fully present with my kids when they need me. Um, third outcome could be to get a job that's aligned with my values and pays me enough to have financial freedom. The fourth outcome I could choose would be to have time for myself daily to be creative and bold. And a fifth outcome I like could be to have time to connect with the ones that I love. 
And based on these five outcomes, now you can start to prioritize and clearly decide what makes sense, what's aligned with what you want. So I hope that was helpful and I wish you have a lot of fun working on your outcomes and uh, have a great summer. I'll talk to you in September. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If you like what you heard, you have to go to my website whatgetsyoucooking.com and book a free consult with me. Then we can decide together how I can help you become your best advocate and live the life that you want.